Good morning, Northlanders, and welcome to Sound Off. The Sound Off host is Brad Bennett, who has served this country as a Marine Corps sergeant during the Vietnam War and has served this community as a three-term member of the Duluth School Board. Now, Sound Off, and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be part of the show today, please give us a shout at 218-722-0839. That's 722-0839. That'll put you on the show. Or or you can We got the, you can we have listen. the toll-free number. There you go. The toll Yeah, what is the toll-free number? Well, I'm glad you <laughs> it's, asked. It's 1-888-KDAL610. How cool there is that, huh? That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Now, I have a brand new headset, Kenny, that uh, that I went out and purchased so because you're always telling me, turn your headset volume down, because I was bleeding over. I was using these little buds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I got these monster, it's like I'm a helicopter pilot. You know, I got these cans. Charlie Vector ears. sonar, Charlie Vector sonar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I... Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sounding okay, uh, but that's just the regular mic. Now, these these things, believe it or not, have a microphone built into the ears. But I'm sure I can't use that because uh, there's no way to make that go well, through my you earphone. S- you point, sound good. Right? You, as far as I know, you sound good and you can hear me okay. I can hear you good. Okay, yes, well, in fact, I might even be able to turn you up just a little bit without that's a good start. getting feedback. Brad, yeah. now we had some listeners yesterday that were concerned. Yes. You were not here yesterday. It was not me. I wanted to be here, but I had an obligation to my lovely bride. Uh, Kathy, has, uh, Kathy has had some medical issues. I, I'm not going to get into it on the radio with everybody, but... But she's had a couple of cases where she's uh, had some f- fainting spells, and we couldn't get a handle on it. Well, she had another one yesterday morning, and uh, at that time, they came and got her and took her to the hospital. I think we got it figured out now, and uh, she's probably going to have to have a minor procedure, um, but uh, she's feeling much better. Although, I will tell you this, she is resting in Oak Hill Hospital in uh, in uh, Brookville, or in actually, it's in... Uh, yeah, it's in Brooksville, Florida. So, uh, and she's going to be there over the weekend because they're probably going to do the procedure uh, during the weekend or maybe even on Monday. So, okay. So I will be going right after the show. But she told me today, just just go and do the regular thing because she said there's nothing. All they're going to do is take a bunch more tests today, and uh, yeah, so everything is fine. But I appreciate people being concerned. But it wasn't me. I was fine, except I was going through. Uh, uh, a crisis worrying about her, uh, as most husbands would, but uh, but she's going to be just fine. So, so uh, what did you guys talk about yesterday? Anything particular? Anything uh, exciting? Oh, geez, uh, just a little bit of this, a little bit of that, some of that, and not too much of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, Brad, I got to tell you, we we got on the homeless issue and how to possibly oh. solve and what are you know the things we should be doing, shouldn't be doing. I got to tell you, Brad, your former producer called the radio show Shaggy. Shaggy. He called the radio program, and I said, Shaggy, I got to tell you, I don't think you've ever called the program as long as I've been here. I said, Why now when Brad's not here? And yeah, he just exactly. simply said he just simply said, "Well, I don't know. It just now was the time." And okay, 
Now, Shaggy, without going too much into his background, Shaggy has been homeless. Yeah, and that's he what he not, that's what he talked yeah, about. Yeah, he would not be he would not be ashamed to tell you that. So that's probably why it piqued his interest. So, so what what uh, what did he say? What did he think was um, uh, a cure or something well, that should be done? It's it and and I appreciate what he said. It's kind of like a, a not one size fits all cure, if you will. Not every yeah. homeless person is a drug addict. Not every homeless person, you know, everyone has their different uh, reasons why and things, you know. And again, we've talked about this over the years, Brad, that you can be homeless but still living in your grandpa's basement. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not oh, your yeah. permanent home, but you've got a place to live. And then there's somebody like Shaggy who claimed that he or said that he lived out of his car. He was working, but he, you know, the the homeless or the a place to live just wasn't uh, working out, so he had to live in his car temporarily. Right. And then you got the people that live in a tent or a cardboard box in the hollowed-out oh, willow there... tree out by the ore docks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And did you did you see the latest on Portland, by the way? Portland, people are moving out of Portland so fast, the regular people, because the city of Portland has allowed the homeless to camp wherever they want in the city. And the city is now flooded with people camping on the sidewalks, tents. People are taking a it's dump inhumane. right in the middle of the walkway. It's we wouldn't, terrible. We wouldn't treat animals that way. We put animals in shelters, Brad. Yes. Well, and it's cause, what it's causing is, is it's causing a real friction between those that have a home, those that own a business, and those that uh, are being abused by those that don't. Uh, because what I, what the story said this morning was a lot of small businesses have decided they're either going to close down or they're going to move somewhere out in the out in the hinterland, out out in the subs, the suburbs, away from Portland, because Portland now has become basically untenable as a business community. Yeah. Well, how many of you? Let's let's see a show of hands. How many? How many want to know about what uh, tr- what trouble Donald Trump could have? Are you aware of this? Uh, yeah, some people are, some people aren't. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna bring people up to date on this story today because this was a, uh, a huge thing yesterday. Um, the um, New York Times. I got to tell you, New York Times hates Donald Trump. New York Times is a, a liberal rag. I'll, I'll be very honest about it. It's uh, it's a kind of newspaper I would not read very often. But it's very liberal, very Democratic controlled. They came out with a story yesterday and said that the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, which, by the way, is all Democrats, and the Manhattan District Attorney has been uh, sponsored and pushed by George Soros, as many district attorney's offices have around the country, uh, recently signaled that uh, to Donald Trump's lawyers that he could face criminal charges for his role in the payment of hush money to a porn star. This is old, old story. This is old hat. This is that continuing saga of Stormy Daniels. That's really what it's all about. But they're very, uh, uh, they, they can't make up their mind whether, whether they think, feel that Donald Trump did something uh, as far as hiding hush money uh, the way he paid his attorney at that time to cover this up, or whether it was just legal fees that he was uh, using uh, his attorney to try to keep the story quiet. The attorney uh, named Cohen, 
Uh, you And you know, uh, Michael Cohen has been in trouble because Stormy Daniels ended up suing him because he ended up uh, taking money from her and a number of other clients. Cohen, who has long said that Trump directed him to pay Daniels to keep her quiet, he might uh, testify in front of the grand jury if they go ahead and uh, and prosecute uh, the former president on this. The prosecutors offered Trump the chance to testify next week. Uh, and, of course, that's probably not going to happen. But uh, before the grand jury that has been hearing evidence in the potential case, the people said, such offers almost always indicate an indictment is close, and it would be unusual for an, a district attorney like Alvin, Al, Alvin Bragg, who again is a Soros-backed uh, individual, to notify a potential defendant without ultimately seeking charges against him. In New York, a potential defendant's have the right to answer questions in the grand jury before they're indicted, but they rarely testify, and Trump is likely to decline the offer as well. Any case would make the first indictment of a former American president and would upend, or could upend anyway, the uh, 2024 presidential race because it might have an influence on whether people would continue to support Trump or not. So this is going to be something that's very closely watched. It would also elevate Bragg, this Alvin Bragg, uh, to the national stage because nobody else has ever filed a, a, a lawsuit like this against a former president. It, and the, the, um, to get a conviction in this, it's a very complex case and is far from assured that he could win it. So he's got to be a little bit uh, careful because he might look like a fool bringing it too. But, but Trump has faced an array of criminal investigations. The two main ones are, are this one with Stormy Daniels. And then the second one is whether or not uh, the, the Trump uh, administration, well, not administration, but the Trump business empire, uh, you know, fig fidgeted its its financial figures in other words played games with it it with its balance sheets enabled to get loans from banks uh at reduced rates or at uh you know at at very good rates anyway supposedly he and trump admits that he paid out $130,000 to cohen and uh, but he says they were legal fees cohen says there were payments to Stormy Daniels to keep her quiet didn't work. She still came out and talked about the supposed affair that she had had with uh, the former president. And the president, of course, says it's a witch hunt against him that began before he became president. And uh, she, and he, he went on to say, uh, former President Trump went on to say that Bragg, a Democrat who is black, is politically motivated racist. Uh, pretty harsh words, but but that's what the former Trumpster is saying. It's an embarrassment. Uh, it, it could be an embarrassment to the Democratic prosecutors if they file charges and lose the charges. Even if Trump is indicted, convicting him or sending him to prison will be challenging. Uh, the case against a former president hinges on an untested and therefore risky legal theory involving a complex interplay of laws all amounting to a low-level felony. If he's found and convicted, the most he's going to get is a low-level felony. 
which would uh, mean a maximum sentence of four years, although prison time uh, would not be mandatory and probably would not be, uh, you know, not be charged. So this is this is going to be uh, something that's hanging out there. Could this affect the 2024 election? Absolutely, it could. I mean, it could be uh, it could be something that would drive some of uh, uh, Trump's supporters away from him. There's other ones that they don't care at all. They're going to stick with them no matter what. So, you know, I don't know that this is going to make a huge difference when it comes down to the bottom line. The second crime, uh, the one about falsifying business records, that uh, that could be a violation of New York state election laws. Uh, while hush money is not inherently illegal, uh, the $130,000 payout effectively could become an improper donation to Trump's campaign under the theory that because the money silenced Daniels, it benefited his candidacy. But that's that's really a stretch in my estimation anyway. Um, but these are all things that are hanging out there. You know, these uh, uh, and and Trump is right to a degree that ever since he walked down that banister in Trump Towers uh, a number of years ago, claiming that he, in effect, was running for presidency, the Democrats have been after him trying to stick a, a spike in his heart, drive a spike in there so that he would go away and never because they never expected him to be able to come through this thing and win and become president. But that's exactly what he did. Well, listen, folks, we've got to take our first break of the morning here. Uh, we're going to do that on Sound Off. We invite you to call in if you have anything concerning uh, anything this morning, 722-0839, and we'll be right back. KDAL time is 1123, overcast, 25 degrees at the National Weather Service in Duluth. Winter storm watch, Brad, for the Twin Ports, uh, northwest Wisconsin, really a large part of our region, northeastern Minnesota yeah. as well. And uh, the snow in Duluth from this next system that's approaching is going to start early Saturday morning, and it's going to pick up in intensity around noon on Saturday, and the accumulating snow continues into Sunday evening. Twelve inches or more are possible in Duluth, Cloquet, Ashland, Grand Rapids, Moose Lake, Two Harbor, Silver Bay, you might get 16 or more inches. Iron River, Wisconsin, are you ready for a foot of snow? And Hibbing, 10 inches. God. I Falls, 8 plus. It's coming. I love it. I love it. Well, they're saying uh, they're saying in the Minneapolis paper, of course, that's it. Minneapolis has had, I think, more snow than we've had, haven't they? No, no, they haven't had more snow, but they're on pace to have their snowiest. A winter. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they are. They're on pace to have the snowiest winter ever because they've had a couple of major dumps through there. Yeah. 77.4 so far in Minneapolis, 77.4. They're 34 34 inches above normal. Wow. (laughs) And we, in the meantime, are what? 100 and what are we? How many inches? Uh, We're holding our own here at about 103 and a half. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Boy, I'll tell you what, somebody sent me a video of part of a Skyline Drive. Yeah. Whoa. What? It's like Pothole City. I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. 
I know they've always had potholes along there, but I mean, this was like uh, ripped the bottom of your car off potholes. B- Brad, it's been exceptionally brutal this year with the potholes. I will say this: I noticed that they did did fill some potholes. I assume it was the city <laughs> on Twenty Seventh Avenue West. Twenty Seventh Avenue West was uh, was was the road to Baghdad. It was really bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they, now, except that nothing exploded. It was well, just holes like that it had already of. exploded. <laughs> and I hit one a couple of days ago. Oh man. But yeah, it's been really bad the the potholes. So pay attention to that. All right. And the snow, but the snow will come and fill them in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and, and the snow fills it, and then you don't even notice it's there, and then bam, you're. Your struts and shocks are down in the dump with it. So it's one of those things the mayor's really going to have to watch this year because this is a re-election year, and it's one of those things that can turn the tide of an election uh, very quickly if people just feel like nothing's being done. Well, listen, uh, I want to make sure that people understand uh, it's not fun. it's uh, It's not fun to make fun of old people that fall down on, like, uh, oh, when they're trying to get on Air Force One, because that can happen on any presidency or in any political party. Did you see the story out this morning? Senator Republican leader Mitch McConnell suffered a concussion after falling in Washington in a Washington D.C. hotel and remains hospitalized for a few days for observation and treatment. Spokesman said Thursday the Kentucky senator, who by the way is 81 years old was at a Wednesday evening dinner for the Senate Leadership Fund, a campaign committee aligned with him, when he tripped and fell. You know what? When you get old, like, uh, well, I'm starting to get that that point. When you get old, gravity is your worst enemy. (laughs) I don't know what happens, but it's like uh, all of a sudden you just kind of walk around like you're gingerly ready to fall on anything. And unfortunately, a lot of times it did. Uh, He tripped and fell. McConnell's office did not provide additional details on the condition other than he did suffer a concussion. So he must have hit his little noggin there as he was going down. So it can happen to anybody. So let's not be making fun of uh, Joe uh, Joe Boo Biden as he goes and stumbles up the steps to Air Force One. And that's the thing, Brad. Not not too many people stumble upstairs. (laughs) That's true. Usually it's coming down, isn't it? And I will say this, and I kind of agree with you, that I've seen the the pitch, the uh, the angle uh, uh, on the stairs of Air Force One. And I got to tell you, man, uh, I would I would like to do it just to see what uh, what the just kind of a challenge it is. Exactly. And I'd be hanging on to one of them handrails. It does look pretty steep. Yeah, it does look pretty. They should have an escalator for the president. Why Why don't they do that? I, you know? They should. You know what they ought to do? They ought to put one of them chutes in for them. You know, <laughs> have the president stand up in the window or up in the door, wave to everybody, and then jump out and slide down the oh, chute. as he leaves. Yes. Yeah. Of course, that'd be tough getting them up in there, but, uh, yeah, I understand. So, um you know what? We're, we're very close to our CBS news break, and I don't want to get into this story too deep uh, because it's well. But let me ask you this: on a local basis, Kenny, have you seen the fact that uh, uh, you know how do I bring this up tactfully? Oh, you know we had uh, we had the bridge process out there, and Gary New Duluth stopped 
uh, because they found Native American bones out there. And uh, the uh, tribal community of Fond du Lac uh, came and found out that it was a former indigenous people's burial ground. And so they had to re they had to re-engineer the entire area. Did you see they have now stopped process in the can of worms for the same reason? Yeah. They have discovered yep. bones. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the first thing they have, they, they evidently have a, uh, a plan in place uh, way before this even started that, that if they found uh, bones during the reconstruction process, that they would stop the process. They would call in uh, uh, elders or whoever from uh, Fond du Lac, and then they would make a determination. So I don't know if this is going to – what are you hearing around town? Is this going to be a, a hindrance, something that's going to hold the project up for a while? I don't, I don't think so, Brad, but let's talk to T.J. Thorlickson, and maybe we can pick up on this after the CBS News break. Let's do that. Yeah, if TJ's there, TJ, are you uh, are you on the phone? I am on the phone. I, I thought he was going to say, "Let's talk to TJ about this bones and stuff," and I was like, "Whoa!" You're going to no? I, know I don't want to talk about bones. Say, <laughs> 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 speaking of speaking phone. of bones and tying it into taxes, if you're rolling the bones, playing money gam- gambling, you can't write off your gambling losses as a. Uh, as a loss on your taxes, can you? You cannot write off the losses, but you can write off up to what you won. But it's now can things as part of it goes on a schedule A, and this is exactly why I keep saying I didn't change the rules. I just have to keep track of them. It's the IRS that changes it because years ago you just put the wins in, you put the losses in, and that's that. Now the wins go on your 1040, and the losses go on that itemized schedule A. So a lot of people don't get the loss which should bring your income down, but it doesn't. So that gets yeah, really annoying, think... but that's why we help. Hmm. So Now, so uh, is, is, what, is what Biden tried to do yesterday or what he's uh, claiming to do, is that going to change your whole schedule of, of uh, you know, he's, he's coming in saying he's going to raise taxes on the wealthy, but if you're, if you're under $400,000 a year, it's not going to affect you. So he's saying... But uh, but every time every time a president changes the, the the tax structure, it changes all the codes, doesn't it? It does, and that's why I don't have much hair on the top of my head because it's just <laughs> going to be more and more and more and you know more every time every year. I end up saying to people, "Well, you know, now that applies." I've read something about it, and I got to tell them I got to dig it all up and I got to read the publication. That's how you learn. You never guess, and that's sadly where. A lot of people do. They guess going, ah, we'll see what happens. And the IRS, you know, you're signing that thing saying that it's true to the best of your knowledge. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I've never known anyone that they go after for it. But, you know, you're you're signing a legal document that says you know what you're doing. And I don't think a lot of people, they just guess like, so it gets just really, really annoying, you know. Here's another thing I'm noticing this year that, you know, deals with not government, but kind of. You know, when they change that Schedule A, meaning – they raise the standard deduction. It doesn't. Right. A lot of people don't use this, the itemized anymore. And part of the thing on an itemized is donations. You know, I think we talked about this a couple of months ago, but it's worth bringing up again because I'm seeing a lot of people donating less to help people out. You know, and that's sad because you should. You know, I don't want people to quit helping those causes that they they feel are important. And if you're a small business owner, you can put that donation through your business. 
even if you own a small corporation, you can put it through your business, and that's still deductible. But on a personal return, it goes on that Schedule A and kind of gets lost because the standard is, you know, so much higher. So I'm on a lot of nonprofit boards, and, you know, some of them are having some trouble because yeah. it's like people, they don't give because there's no tax deduction to it. And it's like, well, let's help people make sure if they really want the tax deduction that they can get it, and then they'll keep giving and helping out because there's a lot of organizations that need some help, you know. Oh, yeah. Could that be an indication, though, uh, TJ, that uh, that this economic downturn or the inflation is starting to eat up more and more of people's uh, regular money? Yep. I mean, it started off with it jumping off, you know, the Schedule A being not as useful. And now we've got less money going out, you know. I mean, I'll give you an right. example, and it's kind of a, a plug, but, you know, it's kind of a nice one. And I'm on a board that deals with, you know, um, homeless maternity or not maternity mothers homeless mothers that need some help to have their baby successful. Okay, sure. And yeah. they do a they do a big salmon cook every year, and a lot of people spend a lot of time making it work. It's next week on Friday, if anybody's interested, down at St. James Church. And, you know, we're seeing the same thing there, where people are going, but not as many as there were. And it's really kind of tough. Oh, you know? like yeah. if, if you're somebody who cares about a cause, you know, go out and still do it. You know, if you feel like giving, find a way to give because a lot of these organizations are having the same trouble that we as people are having with all these new codes and inflation and all this stuff. And it's, it's sure. tough that that's the first thing people often stop is is their donations and their help of others. So we kind of push those a bit and just remind people that never too late to be good. Absolutely. And I want to remind all our listeners, if you have tax questions or if you have a, a question about a donation that you're making and whether or not you can write it on your taxes, you might want to get a hold of T.J. Thorlickson. Uh, his phone number to contact him at the uh, at the center there is 218-279-1920. That's 218-279-1920. He's been very helpful, will be very helpful to you with questions that you may have. And you may want him to uh, look at your taxes, even if you're doing them yourself. He's offered to uh, make sure that you didn't miss something that might help you out. So great, great service. TJ, thank you so much for your time as always. But I would invite anybody to get a hold of him if you have questions about whether or not you can write something off, whether or not you can declare something, uh, 218-279-1920. And we got to go to CBS News, folks. We'll be right back. Lead guitar, bagpipes. Lead guitar, bagpipes. <laughs> Today, Brad, is International Bagpipe Day, and this song by ACDC features Bon Scott playing the bagpipes. Really? I now, didn't know that. Now, I will say this. <laughs> I hate the bagpipes. Yeah, Probably it's not a good sound. the most obnoxious instrument Ever or the sound it's like scratching of scratching on chalk when Ooh. they wait, when they wail. <laughs> you sound just like bagpipes. So, yeah, sounds like they got a cat scratching or something. So uh, get your kilts and grab your bagpipes. Today's International Bagpipe Day. 
Hey, did you happen to see uh, Tracy Lundin's Facebook post this morning? I, I think I he not. hit. Uh, I think he hit it on the head for the Northland. He said, uh, "Number ninety-seven injured." That's Krill, of course. Krill uh, got injured against the Winnipeg. I'm going to give that defensive man from the Winnipeg Jets one of these, Kenny. They're going to give him one of these. Uh, he's he's. Uh, they claim he's going to be out three to four weeks, which is the rest of the season. The rest, basically. Of the I mean, season, we're yeah. into the playoffs yeah. now. Yeah. So uh, this could affect how we end up ranking every. So he says. So so Tracy says ninety-seven injured, Thielen released. Did you know that that he I got released that. today? I did. Does he have Does he have enough left in the tank to go someplace else and play? I if yeah, I think he does. Of course, I I, I think he does. But why? You know, you got a well, young family. Yeah. You're a millionaire. Pfft. Yeah, spend time with the kids. Yeah. Get a broadcasting job, and I don't know. Well, and he's gonna, you know, he's got a decent pension. I forget exactly how many years they have to play, but he's played more than enough years. And then, and then Tracy ends up, and then, and more snow is on the way. The world is coming to an end. <laughs> oh, I don't know about the world coming to an end part. This is just kind of normal stuff. Well, yeah. uh, Brad, we've got an update on the uh, high school hockey uh, tournament. Uh, Matamidi and Hermantown tied at one. High school oh. hockey. Okay, and wh- who Montamida and who? Hermantown. And Hermantown? Yes. Ooh, tied at one. Tied at one, I believe. See, I don't, see, I don't think Hermantown's as strong this year as they have been in the past, but they're still strong yeah. enough to, to, to take that, I think. Yeah, and uh, Matamida is a team that beat them in the state championship, uh, what, a couple of years ago? Uh, and, yeah, so uh, they probably owe them a little something. Did you uh, did you happen to see the cute story in the uh, in the paper about the kid from uh, who was it Litch who was the, one of the teams that lost in the first round was it Litchfield or Laverne Laverne yeah Laverne did you see the story about the kid the uh, you know he he said uh, he knew that as they introduce everybody at the beginning of the game they were going to bring this camera and show right up in his face and yeah, usually the player yeah, skate up the to the camera say, guy yeah. The player will say, hi, mom, hi, dad, yes. something like that. Yes. He decided, I'm going to do something different. So he took his hockey stick, and he had white tape on the end of it, and he wrote on the white tape, hey, Jackie, prom? He hadn't asked a girl to a prom yet. So as as the camera came up to me, held up the white tape, hey, Jackie, prom, question mark? Well, I think it was Sarah. She don't get him in yeah. trouble. Or was it Sarah? Don't get okay, him in I couldn't remember the name. Yeah. It was yeah, it was cute anyway. And she answered back with a hockey stick. Yeah. She found a yes. hockey stick, wrote back, yeah, yeah, I'm up. Yep. That was great. It was great. And then you had something the other day that I don't recall ever seeing where a player skated up and he started uh, doing a commercial for uh, A and B uh, lawn care. Give him a call at six winter or whatever. Oh gee, really no. Have some class. <laughs> I mean that's that's pretty doggish. <laughs> Do they still uh, a lot of a lot of these guys still have hockey here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know why hockey players have long hair? Well, it kind of cushions uh, the impact <laughs> no. in those helmets. I think doesn't it? No, no. no? Uh, as being a former hockey player and as being somebody that has fashioned my hair long, because when you're a hockey player, Brad, that's all you do is play hockey. And when you get home, you, you sleep. You don't have time to get a haircut. You don't you have time to get a haircut. <laughs> exactly.
because you're playing <laughs> hockey. <laughs> I thought it was uh, my my. Uh, uh, I have a uh, I have a uh, a grandson who is uh, has hockey here. He's going. He plays up in Rosso, and he said the reason he has hockey here is because he likes to have it flow in the wind as he's skating fast. Well, there's that too. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of a fashion thing. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, uh, hey, I do have a few jokes for today. Would you be uh, interested in a couple before we go to our Minnesota news break? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, did you hear about the first restaurant to open on the moon? I did not. Well, it had great food, but no atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, the atmosphere <laughs> was horrible. It was awful. Just terrible. It was, had none. Yeah. <laughs> what what did uh, one ocean say to the other ocean? Uh, what did one ocean say to the other ocean? Be, this would be a great joke if I could just say it. Okay, well then give the punchline. What would what did one ocean nothing, say to the other? N- nothing. It just waved. It just waved. Well, yes. thank goodness there was yeah. some wind otherwise it would just be calm. Yeah, well, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Do you do you want to hear a, a a construction joke? Sure. I'm sorry. I'm still working on it. Oh, he's working construction on the. See, joke. I I got you on a you couple did, of these. These are pretty did. good. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could remember who the heck sent me these. <laughs> did you Did you hear about the fire at the circus? No. It was intense. Oh yeah, the tents. It was intense. Intense. Yeah. Okay, and and I'll end up this segment with this one. Okay. Okay. Why do ducks have feathers? Why do ducks have feathers? I don't know. To cover their butt quacks. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Why? Oh. See if I'd have given you a heads up on that one, you'd have had your finger on the. Yeah, kill button, well, no, I would yeah. say don't t- don't tell dumb three year old jokes. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Okay, I got to do one more. Then okay, to, to, you got to make you know, up for the dumb one. Over. Okay, yeah. okay. So what? So what does a nosy pepper do? A nosy pepper? What? He gets into jalapeno business. Oh, he gets jalapeno business. Uh, that's that's no yeah that's no good. That, let's throw that one out. Okay. Why good. should you? Why should you never trust? Here, this, this one's for Joe Biden. Oh oh. Why should you never trust stairs? Never trust stairs. Why? They're always up to something. Well, you're being a wise guy with me a little bit. Yeah, I'm being a wise guy. Well, Kenny, let's uh, let's take our Minnesota news break, and then I'll try to recover from that and come back with something more serious here on a Friday in the Northland. This is uh, this is by the way the 10th of uh, of March already. We'll be right back. KDAL time is 11:54, 27 at Duluth Sky Harbor Airport. 27 on the air temp, fog, mist, breezy, those breezes, Brad. Northeast at 22 miles an hour, gusting to 29. And uh, we're going to see some light snow here for the rest of the day. But uh, the winter storm watch uh, for Duluth here and uh, areas around us uh, begins at uh, midnight tonight until, uh, well, let's see here. Actually, it's noon tomorrow. Noon tomorrow, 
uh, winter storm watch. We're going to get a lot of snow. I mean, I've been following this forecast now and seeing some of the reports. Nothing's really changing. Uh, Duluth could see anywhere from, on the low end, eight inches uh, or more. So. Whoa. Yeah. On top of everything else they've we've already had, oh, that's going to be ugly. Well, yesterday, what did we, we only had a half an inch yesterday. There might have been a little bit. I think it was a nine-tenths, maybe an inch of snowfall from this first go-around, so. You know, Kenny, I am so glad that Duluth Pack is advertising on during our show. You know, I remember when they made that first pack back in 1882. Man, that was something special. And it's it's just as good today as it, as it was back then. Handcrafted. I mean, just fantastic uh, stuff. I I got a little uh, I got a little briefcase from Duluth Pack that I that I've had for I'll bet you I've had it for 15 years, and it's just as good today as it was 15 years ago. The zipper still works yeah. just as good on it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, I've got one that's probably, well, it is older than that. It's probably 30 years old, and I don't use it as much as I used to now, but I used it a ton uh, for a period of time, and it's uh, very, uh, it's it's awesome. Good stuff. Well, just good stuff, just like Les Grumdahl, if they're going to replace some windows that you've got that are leaking. Uh, you know, last winter when uh, when the winds came whipping over the prairie, you swore you'd do something about those old drafty windows that were costing you a fortune on your heating bill. Well, guess what? Now we're here in this winter, and you're turning on the heat and getting raked over the coals again. Stop the madness. Have less Grumdahl window and siding. Install new energy-efficient Infinity by Marvin Ultrex fiberglass replacement windows, which are energy-efficient and protect you and your wallet from excess energy bills. Call Les Grumdahl today at 728-3060. That's 728-3060. Or simply visit lessgrumdahl.com. So when you need new windows and doors, Kenny, who are you going to call? Les Grumdahl, Duluth Central, class of 1975, and a heck of a nice guy. That's right. And a handsome man, too. So we've good, got a... Uh, yeah, so we've got a class A semifinal, Matamidi, Hermantown, tied at How's one at the start Ooh. of the second period. And then tonight, uh, later on, uh, what's scheduled for 1 p.m., I guess, uh, not tonight. So 1 yeah. p.m., a Class A semifinal, number one, War Road versus number Ooh. four, Orono. War Road's going to rip them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I was going to say, I don't know how that little town turns out the hockey players it does, but I do know they got three, four indoor rinks that kids live for hockey. They don't know anything about baseball or football or any of that stuff. It's well, they're hockey, the Warriors. Hockey, hockey. Come on. That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, listen, when we come back with the next hour, I want to get into this attack that's been going on against Fox News. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of media sources, a lot of the mainstream leftist media have attacked them for for saying they were trying to cover up for the January uh, attack on the Capitol. And uh, there's a guy came out today, wrote in the Minneapolis Star Tribune, wrote an editorial media standards where he attacked them. And I think you'll like the piece. I, I know when I read it, I had to sit down and say, holy cow, this is really a common sense, good approach to the way this whole thing goes. And you know what? If you don't have media on both sides of the issue, you don't have media at all. You just got a rubber stamp. So uh, when we come back... Uh, 
with our number two. We'll get into that a little bit. And, of course, you can call us anytime you want, 722-0839, here on KDAL, Sound Off on 610.